Hello and welcome. This is Pastor Terry, and I'd like to welcome you to my Bible study podcast. This daily podcast is a place where we take the teachings of Scripture seriously, but ourselves, not so much. Join us as we dive into the sacred words of the Bible. Each time we read, we pray, we change the world. Welcome to Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. Well, hello and welcome to today's podcast. It is Thursday, December 9th, 2021. So glad to have you guys on today. We uh, we are continuing our Advent readings through the uh, Old Testament, through the epistles and gospels. So uh, Old Testament prophecy, Isaiah, 2 Thessalonians, and today the Gospel of Luke, chapter 22. So, yeah, a little different than we've done before. Um, hope, hopefully you're kind of getting the vibe, get, trying to get getting in the flow. It's a little different than we've done before, where we read through an entire chapter of one book of the Bible. Uh, now we're kind of bouncing over um, from place to place. Each approach has its uh, value, and each approach has its um uh, setback. So pros and cons to both. It's a little different mixing it up. But yeah, great to have you guys on. Hope you guys are having a good week. Another foggy day. Super foggy here again in Tampa. Um, just because the dew points are so high and it's warm and all the water around us, you get this little thing called fog. <laughs> Pretty dense today. Um, yeah, so be careful, be careful. If you're out driving, be, be careful, y'all. Um, yeah, y'all ready, y'all ready to do this? What, what was that? JT's computer just made a, oh, I just got a, on my phone, Alexa, just, oh, I just said her name. Uh, Alexa, stop. Yeah. Anyway, I got an announcement that was a pop-up from her that d- dense fog alert. So, so there you go. Now it's official. All right, let's read it. Let's do it. Isaiah chapter 7. See what the Lord has to say to us today. You know what we do? We read, we pray, we change the world. So let's see what uh see what God has to say to us through his word. Isaiah chapter <laughs> Isaiah chapter 7. Yeah, all of the uh all of those devices now are going off. Muggy, tw- <laughs> muggy 25 degrees in Ohio. Wow. Beware to, yeah. Be, be sure to put on your sunscreen. Uh, Isaiah 7. When Ahaz, son of Jotham, the son of Uzziah, was king of Judah, King Rezan of Aram and Pekah, son of Ramalia, king of Israel, marched up to fight against Jerusalem. So we got Israel and surrounding armies that are about ready to attack Jerusalem. Remember, this is during the period of divided kingdom. Northern, northern kingdoms, northern tribes of Israel, and the southern tribes of Israel were divided, and each had their own kings. And so now they're marching to Jerusalem to uh, 
to fight against it, but they could not overpower it. Verse two, now the house of David was told, David's in the south, right? Aram has allied itself with Ephraim. So the hearts of Ahaz and his people were shaken as the trees of the forest are shaken to the, by the wind. Now remember, Jerusalem and Judah are, is a small little country, much smaller than Israel, certainly smaller than these uh, Ephraim and Assyria and some of the bigger ones around. So they're nervous. They're, uh, they're a little shaken by this. You ever, had, you ever got news that shook you? You, little, you were a little shook? You know, we say that to now. I was shook. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, Ahaz was shook. He got some bad news. He got some a threat, a, a concern. He was a little shook. Uh, like the trees of the forest, he was shook. Then the Lord said to Isaiah, go out, you and your son, Shear Jashub, to meet Ahaz at the pool of the aqueduct of the upper pool on the road to the launderer's field. That's pretty specific, man. Pretty specific instructions right there. That's where we want. That's when you need you. Say to him, so that so Isaiah is being sent by the Lord to give Ahaz some, some counsel here. What does the Lord say? He says, say to him, be careful and keep calm. That's, that's what I would say to you today when you're driving out in all this fog. Just be careful and stay calm. <clears throat> um, and don't be afraid. So this is what Isaiah is saying to King Ahaz. Do not lose heart because of those these two smoldering stubs of firewood. <laughs> God says, look, these, these two, they're making a lot of noise. They're making a lot of smoke. <clears throat> but ain't nothing but some smoldering, smoldering stumps. Maybe today you're facing some, you've got some bad news or some things that got you shook. What, hear the word of the Lord. Be careful. Just keep calm and don't be afraid. Um, so don't lose heart because of these two smoldering stubs of firewood because of the fierce anger of Rezin and Aram and the son of Ramalia. Aram, Ephraim, and Ramalia's sons have plotted your ruin, saying, so Isaiah is saying, it's true, what they've, they've, they're plotting, they're plotting some bad stuff, but don't let these, you know, they, they, they're all burned with anger, but they ain't nothing but a couple smoldering stumps. <laughs> Next time someone gets mad around you, hey, just calm down, you little smoldering stump, just, just settle down. Um, verse six, let us divide Judah. This is what their enemies are saying. Let us divide Judah. Let us tear it apart and divide it among ourselves and make the son of Tabil king over it. Yet this is what the sovereign Lord says. That's what they're saying. That's what they say. That's what the Lord says. Man, that's always a good, that's always a good thing to remember. I know what they say, but what does the Lord say? I know what my critics are saying, but what does the Lord say? I know what the experts say, but what does the Lord say? I know what this one says, but what does the Lord say? I know what they say. I know what mom says. I know what daddy says. I know what my big brother says. I know what my sister says. I know what my neighbor says. I know what the, you know, all the church folks say. I know all that. What does the Lord have to say? 
Ooh. <laughs> so, so this is what they're saying. They're gonna just try to they're gonna try to overtake Jerusalem and install their own king. That's what they say. Yeah, this is what the sovereign Lord says. It will not take place. It will not happen. For the head of Aram is Damascus, and the head of Damascus is only resin. Within 65 years, Ephraim will be too shattered to be a people. <laughs> the head of Ephraim is Samaria, and the head of Samaria is only Ramallah's son. If you do not stand firm in your faith, you will not stand at all. Oh, 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 oh. Look, you got to underline that. Someone who will not stand faith, stand stand firm in their faith is not standing at all. Ooh, you hear that? If you do not stand firm in your faith, you will not stand at all. Mm. At the end of the day, man, that's 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 the all you got. At the end of the day, that's the bedrock of our lives. A person who will not stand firm in your in their faith, they ain't gonna stand at all. Mm. So as Isaiah is saying to this to the king of Judah, Ahaz, look, these other kingdoms, they are not going to make it. They, they're going to self-destruct. It's just it's in 65 years, it's going to be they're going to be destroyed. Don't even don't even base uh, your immediate decision on fear. Gain some perspective and uh, stand firm. Hey, somebody today, you might need to know that. You got a big decision to make. You got some, some choices to make. Stand firm. Stand firm in your faith. Now, don't stand firm in your opinion. Don't stand firm in your little biases. Stand firm in your what? Faith. Don't, not in your human, you know, human uh, just privileges or biases. That's not where we stand. That, that stuff will crush too. That stuff isn't lasting. Isn't everlasting. But our faith. What is faith? That is informed by the word of God. The grass withers, the flowers fade, but the word of our God lasts forever. It's like that little saying I was telling you about, like the, you know, the, the little, little boy every day, you know, the pastor would always finish his sermon. <clears throat> the grass withers, the flowers fade, but the word of the Lord stands forever. And one day this little boy, at the end of this, he's like, he came up to say, he's like, pastor, why do you, Always at the end of every service say, um, the grass withers and the flowers fade, but the word of the Lord stands forever. And the pastor, wise pastor said, that's why. <laughs> that's why. Because <laughs> he remembered it. He remembered it. He may not have remembered the sermon, but he remembered that the grass withers and the flowers fade, but the word of the Lord stands forever. Verse 10. Again, the Lord said, spoke to Ahaz, ask the Lord your God for a sign, whether in the deepest depths or in the highest heights. So the Lord, look at this now, watch this. The Lord spoke to Ahaz. The Lord is saying, ask me, ask the Lord your God for a sign. Ask me for a sign. Now, God never really, I don't, that's not very often God says that. But here it says, ask the Lord your God for a sign, whether in the deepest depths or the highest heights. But watch Ahaz. Ahaz says, I will not ask. I will not put the Lord to the test. Then Isaiah said, watch this. This is this beautiful. We're reading a little further than we're supposed to. But you know what? We, we break the rules sometimes. Um, verse 13. Then Ahaz said, hear now, you house of David. It is not enough to try the patience of humans. 
Is it not enough to try the patience of humans? Will you now test the patience of my God also? Therefore, watch this, watch this. The Lord himself will give you a sign. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son and will call him Emmanuel. He will be eating curds and honey when he knows enough to reject the wrong and choose the right. For before the boy knows enough to reject the wrong and choose the right, the land of the two kings you dread will be laid waste. The Lord will bring to you and on your people and on the house of your father a time unlike any other Ephraim broke since. Let me try it again. The Lord will bring on you and your people and on the house of your fathers a time unlike any since Ephraim broke away from Judah. He will bring the king of Assyria. Wow. So in the midst of this crazy upheaval and tragedy, there's this beautiful prophetic uh, messianic prophecy that the Lord will, the virgin will conceive and give birth to a son and they will call him Emmanuel. And um, it will be a sign. And then we think about the shepherds, the little shepherds. Here you go, little shepherds. <laughs> Somebody, finally, finally, we're talking about Christmas. <laughs> Remember the shepherds in Luke chapter two. And you will find, this will be a sign unto you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And um, it was a sign. God with us. All right, let's let's go over to the... Uh, now the interesting thing is it was um, you know in that immediate crisis what was what was prophet what was Isaiah providing he was providing hope he was providing perspective that God was up to something in the future he was going to work it out that we don't have to fear because he's in control Second Thessalonians chapter two hey everybody welcome glad to have you guys on chapter two one through twelve. Concerning the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and our being gathered to him, we ask you, brothers and sisters, not to become easily unsettled. There it is again, guys. The word of the Lord for us today is don't be unsettled. Don't be unsettled. I think that's what God's telling us. Don't be unsettled. Don't be fearful. In the Old Testament reading, now right here at the beginning of the second of the epistle reading, don't be unsettled. What? Be firm in your faith. If you're not going to stand in your faith, you ain't going to stand for nothing. <laughs> that's the that's the Terry version of that passage. If you ain't going to stand for your faith, you ain't going to stand for nothing. You can tweet that. Yeah, because that's what that's what lasts. Concerning the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and our being gathered to Him, we ask you, brothers and sisters, not to become easily unsettled or alarmed by the teachings allegedly from us. Whether by a prophecy or a word of, or by a word or mouth or by letter, asserting that the day uh, of the Lord has already come, it's not true. Don't let anyone deceive you. The word, the day of the Lord has not come yet. That's what Paul's telling them. Don't let anyone deceive you in any way, for the day will not come until the rebellion occurs and the man of lawlessness, lawlessness is revealed, the man doomed to destruction. He will oppose. He will oppose and will exalt himself over everything that is called God or is worshipped so that he sets himself up in God's temple, proclaiming himself to be God. There's going to be a great rebellion, is what Paul's saying. It's like, don't, don't, be, don't be confused. Man of lawlessness. Verse 5. Don't you remember that when I was with you, I used to tell you these things, and now you know what is holding him back, 
so that he may be revealed at the proper time. So Paul's saying uh, this uh, man of lawlessness, just now it could be someone in Paul's contemporary uh, culture that he's thinking of, could be a leader, a ruler that is cruel and mean, could be Nero, who knows, could be Domitia. One of the Roman emperors that are so violent and and were uh, cruel and uh, bloodthirsty, and Paul's saying, you know, he's being uh, he's going to be revealed for who he is at the proper time, and then the lawless one will be revealed, whom the Lord Jesus will overthrow with the breath of his mouth and destroy by the splinter of his coming. The coming of the lawless one will be in accordance with how Satan works. He will use all sorts of displays of power through signs and wonders through that serve the lie and all the ways that wickedness deceives those who are perishing. They perish because they refuse to love the truth and are not saved. Ooh. For the reason God sends them a powerful delusion so that they will believe the lie and so that all will be condemned who have not believed the truth but have delighted in wickedness. Mm. That's what, see, this is interesting. It's like, some people are so scared that they're going to be deceived, like so scared that they're going to be tricked, like the righteous are going to be tricked, um, you know, and they're, you saw this with like the whole COVID pandemic, like they're, everybody's so scared, like the mark of the beast. Look, you're not going to accidentally get the mark of the beast. And if and, and you're not going to, you know, whatever, whatever the mark of the beast is, you're not going to accidentally get it. <laughs> And it's really about your heart. It's about your mind. What are you devoting your life to? People are so afraid. They're like, I'm going to accidentally, you know, if I if I get a uh, if I get a social security card. <laughs> well, you're going to get one as soon as you're born. So, uh, uh, or if I get this or get that, then that's the mark of the beast. No, it's no one's going to end up in hell surprised. Like, how did I get here? <laughs> I was serving Jesus all them years, and then boom, I ended up here. How did that happen? No, and don't let people distort the truth and try to make non-spiritual things a spiritual thing. It happens all the time. People try to make non-spiritual things a spiritual thing. A spirit, you know, market everything's a mark of the beast, and it's usually based on you know their their opinion of a certain matter. So no, but but God says I'm going to send a powerful delusion so that those who who are going to be deceived those who delight in wickedness now if you delight in wickedness you're, we, you then then you're opening yourselves up to being fooled if you delight in wickedness but it's not because you loved God you loved God and you got tricked no 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 it's not what it says it says if you delighted in wickedness you will be you you open yourselves up to de, we open ourselves up to delusion. Look, nobody's going to hell by accident. <laughs> and you're going to step you're going to have to step right over the cross of the Lord Jesus Christ to get there. No one's going to it's not going to be any surprises. And no not going to be not, no one's going to be surprised there in heaven either. Oh, wow. How to get it? Wow. That, man, I hit that just right, didn't I? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Those whose lives have been touched and redeemed by the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh will uh, will be grateful but not surprised by heaven. All right, Luke chapter 22. 
Luke chapter 22, verses 1 through 13. Let's do it. Thanks, everybody. Great to see you guys on. All right. Now the festival of unleavened bread, called the Passover, was approaching. And the chief priests and the teachers of the law were looking and the teachers uh, I'm sorry, and looking for some way to get rid of Jesus, for they were afraid of the people. Now look, they afraid, they shaking. <laughs> There's another a lot of fear. In Isaiah, there was Ahaz was afraid. In the Thessalonians, Paul's saying, Don't be unsettled, people of God, about the coming of Jesus. And here, the teachers of the law and the chief priests, they, they shook. They're afraid of the people. Then Satan entered Judas called Iscariot, one of the twelve, and Judas went to the chief priests and to the officers of the temple guard and discussed with them how he might betray Jesus. They were delighted and agreed to give him money, and he consented and watched for an opportunity to hand Jesus over to them when no crowd was present. Then came the day of unleavened bread in which the Passover lamb had to be sacrificed. Jesus sent Peter and John, saying, Go make preparations for us to eat the Passover. Where do you want us to prepare it? They asked. He replied, As you enter the city, a man carrying a jar will enter, will meet you. Follow him to the house that he enters and say to the owner of the house, The teacher asks, Where is the guest room where I may eat the Passover with my disciples? He will show you a large room upstairs, all furnished. Make preparations there. They left and found things just as Jesus had told them. So they prepared the Passover. Mm. I love that. They found things just as Jesus had told them. Do you know, um, that's why we stand faith, stand firm in our faith. You know why? Because over time and by and by, we're going to discover that things will be just as Jesus has told us. Man, I hope that gives you comfort today. Hope that gives you encouragement today that Jesus's words are true. And some of us, some of you have lived long enough to see that Jesus's words are true. That what he said he would do, he would he does. That his words are true. That that you can base your life on them. But the more we live, the longer we live. When when all of this is, we're going to look back and we're going to say, you know what? Everything it, it was done just like Jesus told us it was going to be done. Mm. Yes, the grass withers and the flowers fade, but the word of the Lord lasts forever. I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful that Emmanuel, God with us, came and brought to us the word of God in flesh. Yeah, that's what the season's all about. That God came close and brought the word, the truth to us uh, in flesh. All right, you guys, you know what we do? We, uh, we read, we pray, we change the world. Let's pray. Lord, thank you so much for your holy word. Thank you for a chance for us to gather together uh, and read and think about your word and and gain strength and confidence uh, from your word. Lord, we pray that our faith, uh, that, that we stand firm in our faith, Lord. Uh, for some of my friends that may be facing things that are shaking their faith, Lord, would you give them strength? Would they today, would you give them pow the power today to take up courage and to stand firm and to hold fast and to be reminded that your word is true? that by and by we will find out more and more that every single thing you ever said will come to pass. Lord, thank you for uh, the opportunity to pray. Thank you for the opportunity to talk to you, knowing that you love us, you care for us, you are with us and for us. I pray your special blessing upon each and every person today, whatever they're facing, whatever they're going through, whatever special measure of grace they might need today for themselves, for a loved one, 
for a neighbor. Um, Lord, grant it in abundance um, for your glory and for your namesake. Thank you, Lord, for your goodness in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you today. Thank you so much for being a part of today's podcast, Daily Prayer. Awesome. Love you guys. Hope you guys are having a great Christmas season, holiday season, Advent season. Uh, We're looking forward to some awesome things at church. If you want to find out all the cool things happening at Bayside, baysidechurch.net, or you can get the app. Those of you online, you definitely should have the app. Um, If you go to your app store, Bayside Church SH for Safety Harbor, Bayside Church SH, and the app has all kinds of cool stuff. You can watch services. It's got devotionals. It's got current events. You can sign up for things. You can get information about things. All of that can be done through the app. But if you don't have the app, you can go to the website, baysidechurch.net. And A Christmas Carol, which two of my family members will be in, which I'm excited about. JT and Christy will both be in the performance. And about 30 other uh, members of the Bayside Church family will be putting on A Christmas Carol, uh, December 17th and 18th, three shows. There's a few spots left for the 4 o'clock Saturday show. So uh, sign up quick. Sign up quick. You can do that online. Um, yeah. And then of course, Christmas Eve services, that'll be here before we know it. We're having a Christmas, uh, Adam service the day before Christmas Eve. So on the 23rd, we'll have a seven o'clock service on December 24th. We'll have a four and six o'clock service. So that'll be fun. Uh, All three services for Christmas Eve on the 23rd and the 24th are the same. One of my favorite services of the entire year. Candlelight. Beautiful. It's awesome. So, all right, you guys have a great day. If ever you want to, uh, communicate with me about the podcast, please do that at, at, uh, at what, at what is it again? Bible study podcast, 2020 Bible study podcast, 2020 at gmail.com. Love to hear from you. Thank you guys for sharing this, liking it, subscribing to it, passing it along. Love you guys. You guys have a great day. We'll see you next time. Thank you for joining us today on Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's show. If this episode has been an encouragement to you, please help us by spreading the word about the podcast. You can do that by giving us a thumbs up, subscribing, and sharing it with your friends. You can also find me, Pastor Terry, as well as Bayside Church in Safety Harbor, Florida, on all social media platforms. The church you will find at Bayside Church SH. Again, thank you for being with us today and for sharing this podcast with your friends. Until next time, remember, God's word is true. Everything else is merely commentary. God bless you. We'll see you next time.